Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Yes, it is, but no, it isn't. It is On the Block. It is not Stricken Austin. I'm Austin. He's Jake Bachoven. Bach, thanks for filling in for Strick today. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fun to jump back on the block. Yeah, nice having you. Uh, great college football hour. We'll put that up on the podcast later tonight. If you miss it, want to go back and listen to any of our thoughts on uh, some Big Ten coaches' top 25 records in their careers, including Matt Rules. Uh, and then the Big 12 preseason media poll came out. Uh, and Quinn Ewer's big NIL event we talked about. Um, we're going to switch our focus here in this first segment of the second hour to the NBA. But first, we have to make sure we thank Charles uh, and everyone out at Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul out of 27th and Pine Lake. They are open today. They were open yesterday. They're open all the way through the weekend. Help yourself to their lunch buffet. Get filled up. I mean, it's a buffet. You can get as much as you want. It's super filling, super good, though. You probably won't need anything else the rest of the day. 402-464-5685, number to get into the show. Text line and comment section, remember, uh, we want you to drop your, your best duos in sports, the, the best players that, that worked well together, uh, that played the best together. Um, let those, uh, those names percolate. Get them to us. We'll talk about those in our next segment. Uh, but, Bach, we turn our attention to the association, to the NBA and specifically to the Eastern Conference, where today in 2019, uh, the the very foundation of the NBA was shaken. We didn't know it at the time. <laughs> as Jimmy Butler was traded from the Philadelphia 76ers uh, in your Celtics division, still in the conference, but to a different division to the Miami Heat. Looking back on that deal, uh, it was a sign and trade, is absolutely fascinating. So it was a four-team trade. Uh, Miami gets Jimmy Butler. They ship out Hassan Whiteside, mm. who goes to Portland. Uh, Josh Richardson uh, from Miami to the, the 76ers. Uh, Mo Harkless and a future first-round pick went to the Clippers. And he also got Myers Leonard, who, uh, yeah, <laughs> exists <laughs> Ooh, yes. in, in the basketball <laughs> realm for, for reasons. Um, but Jimmy Butler to Miami, hard to say it hasn't worked out for, for both teams. Jimmy Butler has really fit into uh, Heat culture, really uh, embodied it. And there's a reason he wanted to go to Miami. He's led him in win shares each of the last four years, uh, really getting better each year. I mean, nine his first year in Miami, 9.3, 9.2, so very similar seasons. And then a whopping 12.3, which is the best individual season for the Heat uh, since LeBron's last year in Miami back in 2013-14, uh, which is wild to think about. But it's hard to say the deal hasn't worked out swimmingly for 
Miami, given that they've won their division three of the four years, and Jimmy Butler, his playoff legacy has really taken on a life of its own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because I remember specifically thinking that when he went to the Heat, you remember that was kind of the... the, the the rumors here were, is he going to join LeBron? Is he going to, you know, it was just kind of what, you know, he's the last piece of a super team somewhere. And then he went to Miami and, and you know, a lot of people kind of think, well, he decided to go on his own. That's kind of weird. It's not really going to change the, like you're saying, not necessarily felt like it would change the NBA, but it has. I mean, since then, obviously been to uh, the, uh, the championship round twice uh, as, as the number one guy, which is interesting because mm-hmm. like you said, playoff Jimmy, uh, is a little bit different than regular season Jimmy. Regular <laughs> season Jimmy is a top fifteen player probably, but not, you know you don't you hardly argue top ten. And then to turn on the playoffs and and he's been dominating and, and he kind of takes over big games. I still say he doesn't get a whole lot of heat and I, yeah, I use that <laughs> word again. Uh, but uh, he doesn't get a whole lot of heat for you know game four performance where he'll score fourteen points and you're just kind of like, yeah well that happens sometimes. But you know where other superstars you kind of jump on him. But um, it it it's crazy how that how that has unfolded and. It's just a, a great roster. And, and again, you have Pat Riley kind of putting it together. And um, so you can always kind of believe in, in believe in that thing going. But it, it's weird because even going into next season, you're going to see it again. Um, another year where the Heat are not going to be favored or among the favorites to make the championship run. But again, at, at this point, you can't be shocked if they do, if they, if they do go on another run. So Jimmy Butler, since he got to Miami, 58 games uh, in 2019, 20. Um, then that would have been the... The bubble finals, yes, mm, that, he, yes. that he took Miami to. 2020, 21, 52 games. Uh, the 21, 22 season, 57 games. And last year, 64 regular season games. So under the NBA's new rules, he wouldn't qualify for, you know, that, that all-NBA mm. type of award with the 65-game minimum. Um, but he has been all-NBA four times, or five times. He was all-second team uh, this last year, Eastern Conference Finals MVP this year. But I'm glad you mentioned the the thoughts around Jimmy Butler. Uh, traded from Minnesota to Philadelphia. Kind of seemed like he could have been that missing link. Yeah. Uh, you know, for Simmons and Embiid in Philadelphia. Well, that didn't come to pass. So he wants out. He wants to Miami. And it was hard to think of him being the first piece in a, a quote-unquote super team down in Miami. But that might be where we're trending with Jimmy Butler on the wing. You have Bam Adebayo down low. And maybe that missing piece is Damian Lillard hmm. from from Portland. You look at the Heat's record since Jimmy Butler's gotten there. Um, they won 53 games in the regular season in the 21-22 season. But other than that, they've won 44, 40, and 44. Not a, a killer regular season franchise. But to me, the move for Dame Lillard would be to continue that postseason success. Do you think Dame with Jimmy and Bam is a super team, depending on what they give up? Is it enough to move Miami into the top four, or would they still, you know, be just fighting for home court advantage and try to play their way up in the postseason? Yeah, I mean, I think that puts them in, into the conversation of you know one of the, one of the leading teams this upcoming year, and, and they again they should be regardless of what happens because um, they're able to go on these runs that you don't necessarily. I don't think either season was necessarily expected. If you remember, a few years ago they were the number one seed, so they mm-hmm. can't. I mean they can orchestrate something like that. But Dame Lillard is a guy that's considered by many to be a top 50 player all time, you know, at least top 100, um, and never just hasn't really gotten things going with the Blazers. They were they were kind of a first-round exit team for a while under him and with C.J. McCollum, but um, really never much of a threat out west. Um, 
I think they did make one Western Conference Finals, if I do remember correctly, but I'd, I'd have to go back and look. In any case, uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that changes things a little bit for Jimmy, too, because, you know, that's a lot less of the offensive load. He's kind of the guy that they go to in the crunch time, um, and, and, you know, he, d- he even did that in Philadelphia. He's, he's a really good crunch time player. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard also that, so that would make things a little bit interesting, drawing things up in the huddle for Spo when it comes down to it, but, no, without a doubt, I mean, that's that is that would be a, a super team. Um, and maybe I, I'd hesitate to say super team. Cause I don't know if I can go that far with Bam out of bio. Um, and again, I think that both Jimmy and Dame, you know, Dame might be borderline top 10, but again, you're, you're still, I, I don't, I don't think you're talking about, you know, when the last, the last heat big three, we had three of the top five players in the league when they right. got together. Um, so, you know, I, but I, I mean, I, I like the NBA where it currently is the last five years. You've had five different champions. Um, and, I like that better than, you know, the two super teams. We know it's a collision course. Um, it's kind of fun, you know, at those times to argue, are these the greatest teams of all time? You don't necessarily have that discussion in the last couple of years. But the playoffs are w- wildly entertaining, a lot of fun, and, and hard to predict. And, and that's, you know, especially with seven-game series, that's that's what I'd rather see as an NBA fan. Absolutely. So to your point on Portland with Dame, um, the first year of Terry Stotts, they go 33 and 49. LaMarcus Aldridge still leads them in win shares. Ever since then, uh, before two seasons ago, uh, when Dame Lillard sat out with the, the rib injury and was, was hurt, Dame Lillard was by far the best player on that team. That, that second year of Terry Stotts, they make the semis. They do it again two years later. Um, and then 2018-19. They make the conference finals. That's the year mm. uh, he hits that shot that Paul George says, that's a bad shot. We'll let him shoot that one. There's the dog pile and the oh, know, yeah. famous picture of Dame staring, staring up from at it. the camera. <laughs> um, uh, they, they beat Denver in seven that next series then before getting swept out of the conference finals by Golden State, who would uh, go on to lose in the finals themselves to uh, Toronto in that team that oh, got constructed. Right. Yeah. Um, so since that Western Conference Finals run, uh, they finish under 500, but lose in the first round of the playoffs in the 2019-20 season. Uh, in the shortened 2020-21 season, uh, they end up finishing third in their division, still make the playoffs, lose in the first round, and then they've gone a combined 60 and 104 over the last couple seasons with uh, Chauncey Billups as head coach. I forgot he was still there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I remember they hired him. I forgot that they they retained him. Um, Dame Willard, the top player again this year by win shares. He clearly moves the needle, but then you have to run down the Eastern Conference and how that finished uh, this year, I think, um, and all the changeover at the top. So the one seed this year uh, by just a game was the Bucks. Miami's clearly not scared of them uh, with what they did in taking them out in the first round. Uh, your Celtics finished second overall uh, in the Eastern Conference. Also bow out to Miami. How do you feel about the, these recent Celtics Heat battles that we've had recently? Well, they're fun, and it becomes a you know a team that I don't necessarily want to see as a Celtics <laughs> fan. I was worried about seeing them, you know, getting the number one seed to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, and having to see them in the first round, which tr- proved to be true. Not that I'm saying it called the, the Heat's run. I'm just saying that's a team <laughs> that I, we didn't necessarily want to see, um, but. You know they've been great battles. Obviously, to come back from from three nothing to force a game seven uh, was was fun. And you know that 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 
rivalry hopefully will continue. I think it will. Both those teams look like they're going to be playoff bound for several years to come. Um, but as a team, I, I don't necessarily like <laughs> because of that. <laughs> right. uh, they've ruined a few of my, my postseasons here. Um, and, you know, the Celtics are kind of trying to, you know, b- build around the Jays, keep the Jays intact, which I think is great, uh, and kind of move some of those pieces around them. Um, but I was I was really disappointed this past year because I thought – that was the deepest Celtics team that they, they've just had in a long time. And, and you're seeing now they're going to have to go out and pay for, for Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum's contracts in the next couple of years. Christoph so, Porzingis yeah. extension, baby. I love that. I, I love Delano Banton uh, going to the Celtics. I don't think he's going to play all that much. I just think, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, see if he can kind of fill out a role, but that that's kind of to my point is, you know, they were, they were deep with guys that you knew. I mean, you now you mm-hmm. lose Grant Williams, uh, you know, save big on your Memorial day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, he ended up in what, Dallas? Uh, yeah, he got traded to Dallas the other day. Um, obviously, the Marcus Smart trade to make the Kristaps Porzingis thing go through. So I'm, I'm excited for to see what happens next. It's a bit of a change. But again, that's why I was so upset this past year. And the Celtics just, you know, as far as <laughs> consistency goes, it, it hasn't <laughs> been great. Uh, and, and that was frustrating because they, they just had a deep roster this past year. And I don't know if they'll have that depth, you know, with Porzingis. You hope that, you know, they've got a bigger third option. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be worth it. We'll see. I, I, I'm hopeful. Who do you trust more, Miami if they get Dame, or your Celtics is currently constructed? I think the. I mean, those are. I think that you might you might you might have just nailed down the Eastern Conference Finals again. So, um, I would probably. Gosh, that would be a good matchup. Because of the front office, I think you'd lean with the Heat a little bit. Um, obviously, with Spo and Pat Riley there. But mm-hmm. that's that's what it would be. That's the only difference it would be to me. It, it is worth noting, by the way, that Damian averaged, what, 32? 32 mm-hmm. points yeah. per game last year. So that's what you're talking I mean, that's on a bad team. It'd probably go down a little bit, you know, having to share it a little bit. But um, that's the t- type of level of player that they would get. And it's it's also just weird noting that he just signed his big extension last year. So what happened from last year to this year where – I mean, did he just expect things to get a lot better without a whole lot of better roster moves? It, it's, it's kind of weird that all, all of a sudden a change of heart for the guy that we all praise for being very loyal, and 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 you, and, and you got to give him credit for that. But now to force this this move is basically Miami or nothing. He doesn't want to go elsewhere, right? It's it's a little a little businessy for a guy that we thought had his heart in Portland, mm-hmm. where he, he he wants the cake of his extension and to eat it too, you know, yeah. by going to Miami. Who do you trust more, the Heat or the Bucks? New coach, but the big four back. Yeah, that's that's tough too. Um, <laughs> it's hard to say the Heat because they're barely in the playoffs. But again, that front office just makes you feel good. The Bucks, I thought, were quick to change coaches. I don't know if they upgraded. Um, they just you know needed somebody to blame, and they found somebody to blame. <laughs> um, but you know, and now. <sighs> I don't know. I just I, I, I like the roster. I don't know. I got the Lopez twins together. Right, that's right. <laughs> so that's always fun. Uh, but there's there's still. I don't know. You're first. You get a first round exit. It, it's hard to say that I completely trust you now. I mean, I, so that's that's easy. But I mean, they'll be right there too. First round exit, aging. I mean, experienced, but 
I think they have questions. And those are really the only two teams I could talk myself into over the heat with Dame Lillard. Who knows what's going on in Philly with the Harden trade? Yeah. What do they get back? Embiid hasn't been nearly as good in the playoffs. Cleveland, I think, is missing a wing for them to be really scary. The Knicks, no, yeah. don't scare me. Brooklyn, we'll see what they're doing. Atlanta, nah. It's a lot of building and, you know, one star here and there, but just not, you know, that, and that's credit to those other teams. You know, that's, they, they got to put together and they've been contending the last several years. I think that, right. I think those three, if you, you talk about winning the Eastern Conference, I mean, several years in a row now, at least four. Outside of Philly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, outside of Philly. Right. So you mentioned. Miami or bust is essentially what Dame was saying. His agent is calling other teams, encouraging them not to put together offers for Dame, saying he'd be unhappy if he goes anywhere else. From the Portland side of things, how do you approach this? How, How much of what you're doing is trying to do right by Dame for everything he gave you? And how much of it is it's time for us to make the best deal for us if we want to take a next step? Well, and that's hard. That's why it's hard to be, you know, kind of put into this Miami trade because they might not be able to put the best package together for you as far as your return. Listen, I I love the idea of, of, you know, and and, and players love the idea of at least getting the payoff for all the work you did. Mm -hmm. But the contracts and all and stuff like that, that's for what you're going to do, not what you've done. Um, he'll, he's a ring of honor guy. I mean, he's, he'll be a hall of famer. There'll be time to honor Damian Lillard in, 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 you know, in, in certain circumstances when his career is over, obviously when he returns to play on the court, when you're getting your return is not the time to, in my mind, uh, to do a major favor because, because once they trade him, you're you're starting from scratch if you're Portland. I mean, you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they 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 recently picked pretty high in the draft. So I mean, you got some young guys, but that's not enough, obviously, in a competitive league. So I mean, you've got to get as much as you can back. I mean, that's why I mean, you give you give players, you know, if you put no trade clauses in there and stuff like that in their contracts, you give them a little bit of leeway to be able to to push their way around. Um, but in my mind, and I, and I hate it. I mean, as a Celtics fan, I hated pushing Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce out. I would have loved to see them retire Celtics, but look mm-hmm. at the return you got on it. That's, Ooh. I mean, that's, that's the kind of idea is, you know, it's, it's great. And, and, and it's, it's tough. It's, it's that it is a business. You'd love it for, you know, just to be all loves and hugs for guys that put on that uniform, <laughs> but you've got to think about the next five years, not the past five years. Absolutely. So speaking of the next five years, five-year maxes got handed out to, to three guys that were eligible for them in Anthony Edwards of the Timberwolves, LaMelo Ball of the Hornets, and then Tyrese Halliburton played his way into one. Um, do you want to throw Des Bain into that conversation? Mm. Maybe. Well, let's say four guys then. Throw yeah. Des Bain into there. They all get the max that they were eligible for. For the first uh, few, it would have been $260 million was the, the most they can get Des Bain five years, $207 million. Is there a guy in that group you like more than the others? Is there a guy in that group you think isn't worth the max? Well, first of all, we were talking about this before the show. That's a lot of money. We were talking about the Oof. top contracts in, in history, which, again, kind of goes with the NFL quarterback thing where right. you know the, the next contract up is going to be the top one. But it is kind of crazy that Tyrese Halliburton has one of the biggest contracts in NBA history at this point. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it, it, it does. It, it feels a little bit, and that's why you kind of you know you wonder about the, the the structure of the contracts and stuff like that. It does feel a little. You're, you're not talking about all star guys right now at that level. Um, I think Lamelo Ball uh, is very very clearly the face of that franchise, and I think that kind of changes. You know, I I don't know if you'd say that about Halliburton. I don't know if you'd say that about Bain. So, you know, that's that's where I would probably say I'd, I'd lean toward. Um, but still, you know, it it's weird. It it it, it takes an adjustment to because are you comfortable giving that money out? Not necessarily, mm. but in five years, you know, maybe that'll look like a steal. You know, so you never you never know. Right. Where Strick and I landed was that Anthony Edwards is probably the highest ceiling guy yeah. in that group with his scoring ability, his athleticism. Um, Got to learn to shoot it better, of course. I think that Lamelo is a good in-between of Edwards and Halliburton, where he's more the Halliburton playmaker, but a little bouncier, uh, maybe a little more consistent shooter. My heart is with Tyrese Halliburton, though. Nebraska mm. offered him. I wish they could have gotten him yeah, down here from, right. from Wisconsin, but he goes to Iowa State instead. Um, but he's just a guy at 6'5", his size running the point, that just figures it out, that, that just finds a way. Where I think he's similar in some ways, but a little different to like a Malcolm Brogdon, right? Not the most elite physical traits, but went to a solid college program, had success there, and then has adapted to the NBA, has found a role and a way to fit in. And that's where I think Des Bain is in that group too. I mean, played in college for a long time, uh, had that good run with TCU at the end of his career. And it's incredible to see a guy like him play his way into that max money conversation where even with John Morant on the team for how long, I guess we'll see. Um, but for Des Bain to become the second most important player behind jaw, yeah. maybe third, depending on how you view Jaron Jackson jr. Uh, and what he does on the defensive end. But the fact that Des Bain, an old college guy, you know, took his four years and played his way into max money I give a huge tip of the cap to the Grizzlies for finding Des Bain and finding a way to maximize him. Oh, absolutely. Drafted, fun fact, by the Celtics and traded for another second-round pick. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> That's right. So a little bit unfortunate there on my side. But it is cool to see those stories because, you know, a lot of those guys are, are kind of written off or certainly, uh, you know, kind of pushed throughout the draft, as you can tell by that story. Um, so it, it is cool to see. Um, and Halliburton, to his credit, too, I, 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 I said they're not all-star levels. The three of those four guys, I think I, I have made an all-star game. Halliburton was was in the in the All Star game this past year, so you know, kind of credit to them. Uh, and I also like Halliburton too because he's you know he's a twenty and ten guy this past year, and right. like kind of a, a real true point guard, mm-hmm. which you kind of see a little bit less so in the NBA these days, where you know Harden will average ten assists just by you know throwing the ball around the <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I don't know. It's it's I it, it's still a, an adjustment to the money. And, you know, again, in, in, in every kind of team kind of has that. And that's where the kind of the question with the Celtics is like, do you really want to give Jalen Brown that money? And it's like you have to adjust to what the money is nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. t- stay, you know, typically you'd say no, but yeah, he's a, t- you know, he's a top level type player. And all those guys are rising. Um, Desmond Bain does feel a little bit out of out of that group to me, a little bit, like you said, potentially a third guy on the team maybe yeah. you could argue second but those other guys are like cornerstones of the franchise moving forward I don't know if Bain's that 
So, I mean, that would be the one that's a little bit more uncomfortable. Um, and then the other thing, too, is, is in, in, and again, I go back to the NFL quarterbacks uh, conversation, is are there other players in the league that you would rather give five years and 20? Yes, but you don't have them. So, right. you know, sometimes you got to overpay the guy that you do have because he fills that role and, you know, hope that he comes along. But it's, it's you know, it's not the ideal circumstance, but it's where you're at. And it, and it is the asset that you have. you got to take care of it because if you let it walk, yeah, you'll have all that money, but... Are you going to be able, if you're Indiana, if you're Minnesota, to convince a major free agent to come there and use it with them? Probably not. Right. Charlotte included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to see what Charlotte looks like under new ownership. Yeah, I am. Yeah. It'll be a nice uh, breath of fresh air, too. A little bit sad that, that nothing ever got going there because the, the potential for if Michael Jordan like had a team that was in the playoffs year in and year out. Like I remember Larry Bird when he was the coach of the Pacers, like that level of just greatness on the sidelines or, you know, you know, you know, sh- sh- shortly after the sidelines as the owner is just would be so entertaining. I mean, what if we had, you know, <laughs> just fantasy world here. Uh, LeBron James going for a title against a Michael Jordan owned team, oh or even gosh. the playoff run, you know, a sem- semifinal, something like that. It's just the drama would have been so good. Just insane. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Uh, good stuff there on the NBA. We are going to get to what we teased before text line and comment section. Still time to get your submissions in uh, for the best two man games in, in sports. A uh, pair of teammates that worked really well together. Not just, you know, the best duos, but what teammates were the ones that made each other better, that, uh, you know, had that, that next level pairing that elevated their teams. 402-464-5685. Uh, drop your comments. Drop your Husker-related ones as well. We'll make sure we get to those. Leave a comment. We see all of them that come through. So we'll talk about that when we get back here on the block. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.